0: What's up guys, welcome to the show. Hope you're having a fantastic day. We did the woman's edition of going through different dating and relationship hot takes and of course we told you we were gonna do the male edition of doing that. We found some very interesting videos uh, circulating on the internet. We're gonna give you our takes on it and of course I'm gonna give my woman's perspective and of course we've got Taylor in Nashville to give the man's perspective. (laughs)
1: Yeah, fellas, we dished it out against the ladies. We said we wouldn't hold back, and uh, now it's the man's turn, so can we take it? And I'm not going to hold back against the fellas either because, you know, guys would be saying some crazy stuff on the Internet these days, too.
0: And, of course, we want to hear your opinions on the videos that we discussed today, so make sure to drop them in the comments down below. Okay, this first one, uh, the caption says, Madi called the ambulance for his pregnant wife and then went to bed. Okay.
2: So my wife went into labor. Yes. And I said to Habibti, "Mashallah, you got this? Yeah. I called the ambulance, they were on their way. Yeah. Made sure the door was open and said, I'm off the bed. Not just that. Yeah. Not just that. Yeah. I put, you know, on the new iPhone, on the 13 onwards, you can yeah. put the white noise. Yeah. I put the ocean wave thing on, bruv, so that mm. I'm not disturbed because it was <laughs> <laughs> early in the morning. Okay. Like next to my ear. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah. Alhamdulillah, a couple hours later, we got a baby. Okay, one second. Principal, yani, yeah. I, I, it's not the, the place for a man to be with a woman in the labor ward.
3: This is not the place I agree and disagree I agree agree and disagree It's it's, it's not a
2: man's place You know This is Even in in England This is a new thing bro Go and watch period pieces Period movie pieces Do you know what men would do Just from Post world war World war one 1925 onwards You know what men would do When his wife goes into labour They go to the pub (laughs) They go to the pub bro And they drink beer Until the baby's born Explain why So people understand I know where you're coming
3: from That's why That's the point I'm agreeing with Women
2: are better are uh, helping other laboring women hence why most midwives are women in the first place good oh
0: okay Interesting take. Uh, first things first, what I will say is not for me. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me? My uh, my man, when I have children, is going to be by my side. Now, presumably, if he's married, he's found a wife that shares his values and shares this opinion and is in agreement with him that she does not want him in the, the labor ward. And there you go. You know, to each their own, Charlize their own, if you wanted to marry him and that's for you. Um, in the way he's describing it, though, I think there is maybe a certain subculture of man who would agree with this opinion that women are better at helping women, and therefore maybe I should just see myself out of this situation and be there to support, you know, after you go through uh, this labor. But in the way he's talking about it, Uh, it seems as though he's bragging about the fact that he is separating himself from his wife. And that is distinctly different than having the opinion that maybe women are better at taking on this task. Why, if that was your opinion, did you emphasize the fact that you turned on a a white noise sound so that you didn't have to listen to the labor pains of your laboring wife? That, to me, was a little telling and a little bit of a... Red flag. (laughs) But again, if you're a woman and this is what you wanted and you agreed that he was going to be separate from this whole process and that is something you came to terms with, then by all means, choose a man who is like this. All I'm going to say is could not be me. My man's going to be there uh, to support (laughs) me. And there's one thing like I do agree When I'm pregnant, I want a female midwife. And if I decide to go with an OB, I want a female OB. And yes, women understand the woman's body. They understand labor. Uh, Presumably, you want somebody who has had kids before, if not one, multiple children. And yeah, women would be better at understanding the intricacies of labor, the pain that comes with it, and the process of giving birth to a child. Does that mean I don't want uh extra support from my husband and i don't want him to experience the birth of his child no but again to each their own on that one taylor
1: (laughs) yeah i mean uh i guess it's probably no surprise that i can't imagine not being there for my wife uh in the hospital uh when she would have a baby and uh I can maybe make room and allowance for this being a different culture, different subculture, like sure. you're saying, also in a different time. Like I was recently listening to a, a sermon um, about marriage and about sexuality in modern day and age. And um, the the minister was talking about how in the past marriage was really about status and about uh, finances and then fertility and just having children. And so if mm-hmm. the function of marriage is only about those things and not about marrying for love, marrying to become one with another person, to become one flesh, about having companionship at the deepest possible level, then I could see where if your if the function of your marriage is not a uh, basis in love and companionship, but in uh, procreation only, then, uh, I could understand maybe going to the pub while your wife's in labor, but um, in the marriage that I'm familiar with and the marriage that I believe in, I think uh, this is one of the most vulnerable times that your wife can possibly experience, one of the times where she probably needs as much emotional support and uh, support in general as you could possibly provide if she's going to be going. It's going to be one of the most difficult and painful experiences of her life. And to leave her alone in that is uh, just unthinkable to me. Uh, of course you want to take, obviously you can't take any of the physical burden away from her. Um, that is not something that you're able to do. Mm -hmm. And that's a, to me, that's a terrifying and horrible feeling to know that like my wife would have to go through something like that. That's going to be painful that I can't like physically alleviate, but you can do everything else in your power to try to alleviate that situation by being available, being emotional support, encouraging her and just being present and supportive. And, uh, to not to not be willing to do that and to be at the pub, I just don't don't understand how that that paradigm works. But again, I just defer to maybe this is just a totally different paradigm of marriage. And to Amla's point, teach their own, Charlize their own, I suppose.
0: Yeah, right. If you're happy, she's happy. I guess you go for it. I'd also want like a man who's excited to meet his child uh, when the child comes into the world. That's like another like I can't imagine holding this man's child and then he's like comes in with like beer breath from the pub <laughs> would be <people>. wild okay <laughs> again Uh, it just is not for me personally, personally, I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Are there any men watching right now who, uh, decided not to be there for the birth of their child and purposefully? So not like you had, you couldn't get there in time because you were at work or something like that, but like you decided amongst yourselves, this is something I'm going to keep, you know, separate from me. I'm curious to hear about that and what factors, uh, were at play when making that decision.
1: Yeah, did she not want you in there? That's been an interesting yeah. one that I would be interested to hear because be, I'm sure that possibly is a thing.
0: Oh, I think that's definitely, I think there are women, maybe not it's not as common anymore, but women who are just like, oh, I don't want you to see that or I don't want you to be there in that moment. Or I feel um, more comfortable around other women, uh, you know, or you're know, like my mom or my grandmother or something like that. Uh, so there's room for that as well. Drop your interesting birth decisions in the comments down below. Okay, this next one. Let's see. Uh, The posted by Ian Miles Chong. It says, "Hey guys, how does it feel knowing that sixty percent of the dates that you go out uh, with end like this?" Okay.
4: You met her at the bar, you know, she gave you her number, she seemed somewhat interested, you started texting her. For two weeks, you're putting in work, she's not the best texter, you're carrying the conversation, but you asked her out and she agreed to a date. You're hype, you tell your boys, you ask them where you should take her, they recommend a spot that's cool but not too pricey. Boom, date night comes around, you pick her up, she looks good, you take her to the spot, she's never been there before, she doesn't know what to order, doesn't matter, when she gets her food, she doesn't eat much, she claims she's not really hungry, she probably just doesn't want to eat in front of you. The date's going well though, she's laughing at your jokes, the conversation, conversation isn't boring. She seems like she's having a good time. The dinner's coming to an end. You're getting nervous. You don't know if you should invite her over, if she's going to invite you over. What's the next move? You ask her what she's doing after this. She says she's tired. She's got work in the morning, but she'd love to hang another time. You're cool with that answer. She gets a to-go box. You pay for her meal. You take her home. You pull up to her crib. You get out the car, run around and open her door. She thanks you for the date, gives you a hug, and says text me when you get home safe. You think that's the end of the night. You're going home with a smile on your face. Little do you know, she just texted me what you're doing with the on? emoji. I told her I was chilling. She said, you should come over. I said, bet. Give me 30. I pull up to her crib, knock on her door. She lets me in. She's trying to take me straight to the bedroom. I tell her I'm low-key kind of hungry. You got any snacks? She offers me her leftovers from the dinner you paid for. I like that place. You picked a good spot. I put the food in the microwave, warm it up. I'm devouring that shit while asking her how the date went. She said you were cool, but not her normal type. I asked her what's her normal type. She said me. I laugh. I'm done eating. It's time to do what I came here for. And I do exactly that. One, two, maybe three times. It's getting late though. She asked me if I wanted to oh, stay tonight. My- I'm Goodness. good. I get up, get dressed. She walks me out. Boom, I'm headed home. She goes back to her room, checks her phone. She sees a text from you. <sighs> hey, Let's got keep, home I safe. We'll she likes it. the message. She texts you back. Had a really good time tonight. Can't wait to do it again. Winky emoji. You go to sleep with a smile on your face. I go to sleep with a smile on my face. She goes to sleep with a smile on her face. That's what I call a team win.
0: I have a headache from that. I think I actually have a headache. I I actually. actually... Uh developed a medical ailment from watching that i do not like whatever genre of man that is supposed to be or should i say boy that is supposed to be what what is the utility in creating a a video like this and who are you talking to if anything all that you're admitting to is that you're messing around uh with you know uh somebody without character it seems and who even knows if this is true think men who like speak the loudest on the internet about all their conquests and all the women that they're sleeping with uh, are just like filled with like machismo and ego and you know half of it isn't true and they just build this sort of persona around themselves i you know either you're messing around with this not quality women and given that that's his personality i would imagine that's the case or you're you're duping these women because wow Was that the most off-putting video I've come across thus far? (laughs) Wow, wow. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I mean, it's to me, it's more of a lose, 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 right? Because this this guy is basically admitting that this girl doesn't think I'm boyfriend material, uh, but I'm proud of that fact. And I'm also proud of the fact that I'm getting kind of the physical sloppy seconds of someone else's like emotional date Mm -hmm. and you're that's what you're it's like weird flex but okay i guess like if that's the life you want to live but you're you're a trash dude with a trash girl she and she's manipulating this dude and using him And, and to me it's like everyone loses in this situation the girl seems like she might be interested in a real dating relationship and yet is undercutting that by messing around with you you're being shown that you're not boyfriend material and the good honest guy who is just trying to give you a good time and pursue something real is being totally used and manipulated and uh, undercut by everybody so this to me is much more of a lose 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 than a win win win
0: yeah it's so not a flex uh, by any stretch of the imagination yet it is being painted as one and I've seen this guy on TikTok before this is like his whole shtick is that he's this guy and he Gets all these girls, and I just see nothing uh, fulfilling about it, fulfilling or rewarding about a lifestyle uh, like this. Except, you get to, uh, I guess, flex on men, but who is being flexed on? Like, immature, other immature men who are falling for this very same mentality and think that this is the lifestyle that they want to have. I guess, yeah, Taylor put it best weird flex.
1: Okay. I'm reminded of uh, the last I don't remember what Harry Potter it is, but it's one of the later Harry Potters. And Harry Potter says to Voldemort that you will never know love or friendship. And I feel sorry for you. Yeah. And that is how I feel after watching that video.
0: 100 percent. 100 percent. You just see like it, you can just tell there's a void. Um, Somebody somebody hurt you also clearly like I'm I'm picturing some girl in the past did that exact same thing to him. So instead of using that for like character development or actually obtaining morals and values in your relationship to women and in dating, you just go on and become the very thing that hurt you. Uh, So
1: which is a much harder conquest, too, by the way. Right. Like to actually win a girl's heart. And in a sincere way mm-hmm. and to get her earn her trust because you are trustworthy and earn her love because you are worthy of that love and because you have treated her in the right way, because you have built yourself into a man of character and value. That is so much more of a flex than uh just being able to get in bed with a girl who clearly has issues of her own. Like this this goes nowhere nothing can be built upon it it's shallow and it's it's sad again i just i feel sorry for
0: you yeah and let me for a moment let me stoop to his level for a second uh it's a little beta to eat food that another man has paid for so you should probably uh <laughs> think, about <that. laughs> think about that next time <laughs> Boom, okay <roaster. laughs> Oh, this next one says y'all dress like little kids. Oh, let's hear this take.
4: I'm going to keep telling y'all y'all dress like little kids. I don't care what anybody say, bro. The classy man is always the best looking man. Nobody could beat that guy. I don't give a damn what you say, bro. I don't give a damn about no new trends. These baggy clothes bullshit.
0: Okay, first of all, That fit eats. I don't know what you're talking about. If I saw a man walking down the street in this outfit, I'd be like, okay, okay, style, (laughs) okay. What are you talking about? you
4: think look cool, you don't look like a man.
0: I don't give a damn what you think. A man is not baggy clothes. Again, the fit eats. This is a fantastic outfit. This is a man who understands style. Uh, I don't, maybe, maybe I'm just misguided here, but that's a fit
4: who's who wear baggy clothes homeless people so if you guys want to be homeless people that's okay imagine if james bond dressed like you he's walking around with his baggy clothes you think people what? would take him seriously when he came out for a mission and he was wearing that should be wearing you think people would take him seriously
0: oh no wow. <laughs> that is so funny um yeah no i i would not listen to this guy if you are a man. I, I. I don't know. I. Not. Not the advice that I would take. Considering both examples of the outfits that he, that he showed were. Absolutely stunning. <laughs> at least in my opinion, you probably don't want to take this advice. Now, in a general sense, do I think it's a good thing to try to have class in the way that you present yourself and to take care of the way you look? A hundred percent. but does class mean that you can't wear baggy clothing? I don't think so. Uh, and this like this uh, equivalence of like baggy clothing makes you look like a homeless person. I think it's just ridiculous. Some people just talk, to talk uh, and you know uh, you can be classy and exude classiness in a million different ways and one of those ways is baggy clothing both of those outfits that he showed looked hella expensive um, so i'm confused to say the least <laughs>
1: taylor yeah i mean for me it's as simple as this Ground, grounding your sense of self confidence as a man in what you wear is kind of beta yeah. and weak and not that attractive to women in general uh just generally speaking now can you wear a more fashionable tasteful outfit by modern standards and still not be a beta and still be attractive women yes of course and mm-hmm. and but that you're going to attract the women because of your self confidence that exists outside of Having the latest cool clothes and trends and everything like that. Uh, if your confidence rests on that, then we're in trouble. But ditto if you think that the classic look is what's going to get you the ladies and what's going to earn your sen- your right to uh, go in the world with self confidence. Like it's not really if it's if it's only as deep as your clothes and you're putting your weight in that and as yourself for your self confidence, it's not going to get you. Very far, and <laughs> yeah, like there's something to be said for that dad swag, right? That that coles cash. Those, those guys who just kind of right. rock whatever and don't care that much, and you you don't want to be slob you don't want to be clueless, and you know, but the generally speaking, and you to correct me if I'm wrong, but girls don't care that much about what guys wear one way or the other, as long as you're like somewhat put together. They think it's kind of cute if you don't really know what you're doing. It's kind of a little cheesy, a little generic, a little dad-like. Um, but if you want to express yourself too, girls can appreciate that as long as you're not being like, you know, you're putting all your your confidence in that. So it's to me it's much more of like the inward issue of like where your your self-worth and self-confidence is that is at a, is at as a man as opposed to like any which style is the correct way for a man to dress.
0: Right. There uh, there's a woman who will appreciate everything. There's a woman for everything, honestly, when it comes to, you know, like style and the way you dress or how much you care about it or how much you don't. Uh it it really is about having a, a great personality and coming to the table like self-assured and not really worrying too much about what other people are thinking. So that is a really good point. Yeah, I I think girls like everything. There's girls who really like a man who cares about his style, there's girls who are are not so much into that, Uh, and for the most part, I think they're swayable in any direction. Clothing should not be uh, a deal breaker or something that makes or, or breaks your relationship with somebody, and if it is, next. Next. Uh, some of the comments Thank on this are really funny, Next. though. <laughs> okay, Ariana Grande reference, mm, Taylor. I uh, got y'all. I'm in touch
1: <laughs> with the kids and the Gen Z stuff. Yeah.
0: The comments on this says, blood has beef with drip. <laughs> and Bro thinks we going out on missions. And his girl got <laughs> stolen by a guy with baggy clothes. <laughs> oh, These are funny. I'm having more I mean, the, fun with this one. I'm having more this- fun.
1: An uncontroversial way to say this is I prefer a more classic look to a more trendy modern look in male fashion. And then it's like, okay, nice. Uh, But of course, you have to come out with this sweeping generalizations for it to go viral on TikTok.
0: Yes. uh, They just go, you know, women only want classy men. They're not going for anything else or whatever. Oh my gosh. It's Mm. a little bit too much. Now, this next (sighs) one says, never be a beta. Okay, let's figure this out. Never be a beta. What does he mean? And how do we avoid it?
3: Never be a beta. Just never ever do it. It is death. Never ever ever do it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just wipe that out of your mind. It is nothing good comes from that. Ever. Okay? The only thing good is if you're like in jail and you're about to get shot. You're like, "Okay, okay," you know. Yeah. Other than that, if you're in a free society, don't do it. It's just it's just it just doesn't happen. It cannot happen. Okay? Now, going from there, and by the way, the sooner you accept this, the easier life gets. You're like, oh, life is actually awesome when you accept it. As long as you don't accept it, and you're like, I just want someone to like me for the real beta me, your life's going to be freaking miserable. People around you will be miserable, and you will be miserable. So just get over it. Now, okay, it doesn't mean to walk around paranoid. An alpha male is comfortable with themselves. Now, going from there, what you ha- okay, the, the number one trait of an alpha is, is self-comfort. So just be comfortable with yourself. Stop being uncomfortable with yourself and hiding.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa! My gosh, I just feel like I went on a roller coaster. I don't know what that was. We didn't get a definition of what it means to be a beta. We were just told not to be one, Uh, and then we were told that an alpha isn't paranoid uh, and he has self comfort. And the only the only time you should be a beta is if somebody is holding a gun to your head in in jail i don't know what is going on and this is i don't know what's going on taylor can you translate
1: i don't know i might need to hear some of it again because Me he's too. talking about being comfortable but don't be comfortable in your comfortableness and being just being alpha but i did start busting out laughing as soon as i heard her voice because i've been watching the show the king of queens like early 2000s sitcom and uh it has Patton Oswalt in it. And he plays a very much beta character who like works at a subway station booth and lives with his mom. And it's just generally kind of the loser of the group. And uh, this guy sounds exactly like Patton Oswalt in that show. And uh, it just is too ironic to me that he's saying, don't be a beta. It is totally like beta voice.
0: <laughs> Maybe I need to give this another listen. Cause I know there was something else I missed in there uh, that needed a comment let's let's I'm gonna skip a little bit ahead but let's hear from from this guy again it's,
3: okay just wipe that out of your mind it is nothing good comes from that yeah. ever Okay. The only thing good is if you're like in jail and you're about to get shot. You're like, okay, okay. You know, other than that, if you're in a free society, don't do it. It's just, it's just, it just doesn't happen. It cannot happen. Okay. Now going from there, racist. and by the way, the sooner you accept this, the easier life gets. You're like, oh, life is actually awesome when you accept it. As long as you don't accept it and you're like, I just want someone to like me for the real beta me, your life's going to be freaking miserable. People around you will be miserable and you will be miserable. So just get over it. Now. Okay, it doesn't mean to walk around paranoid. An alpha male is comfortable with themselves. Now, going from there, what you ha- okay? The, the number one trait of an alpha is, there, is self-comfort. So just be comfortable with yourself. Stop.
0: Just be comfortable with yourself, guys. You're not feeling self-assured? Feeling a little bit anxious, a little bit depressed? Just be comfortable with yourself. <laughs> just turn that frown upside down, guys, and be comfortable with yourself. Also, the idea that if you are thinking... I would want somebody to love me for who I really am and love right. me for me, that that it somehow makes you a beta is just astounding to me. Everybody who is listening right now, I hope that if you are in search of love, you are looking for somebody who loves you for who you actually are, not some sort of caricature that you take on for the sake of you know trying to get women or trying to get play, as I imagine is this guy's goal in whoever... The audiences that he's talking to here which i can't even imagine what that would look like um but wow 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 and uh, the idea of self-comfort comes when you just make the decision to be comfort comfortable with oneself <laughs> mind-blowing
1: but right. it's it's basically fake it till you make it is what he's preaching right yeah. like act like an alpha even though if you feel not assured in yourself, even if you wish that people really knew you for who you really are and wanted to value you on the merits of who you are as a human being and what you bring. Don't just suppress all that. Suppress your concerns about being known for who you truly are and, and push that down and just act like an alpha. And then you will earn the respect of other people. And nothing could be further from the truth. You need to face the realities of who you are the ugly parts of yourself the weak parts of yourself and overcome them and you need to build yourself and become a strong person and that will be the source of your confidence, but you're not going to be able to really live in the world with confidence by just by acting confident and acting strong and acting like an alpha that is a fake uh, shortcut to something that you really haven't earned and it's going to undercut. And it, the proof's in the pudding, right? He says, he says, be an alpha, uh, unless you're like in prison and then someone threatens you. Like what happened to the old uh, classic advice of when you get put in prison, you go find the, the biggest alpha guy and you go punch him in the <laughs> face, you know, just to like establish your dominance. Like what happened to that advice? Instead he's saying, go find the alpha and like, I don't know, get pegged by him. Like give <laughs> me a break, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't, the, uh, the immediate contradiction of it's beta to want somebody to love you for yourself, but also you have to find self-comfort in order to be an alpha. Oh, gosh. Some people just get access to a microphone and they have just enough audacity and confidence to be able to spew the word salad to the masses and uh people people pick it up. People pick it get up. Good on
1: you, bro. Good on you. Not really. I, yeah, I guess so.
0: I mean. I'm, I'm glad you made it, I guess. This next one is why women don't want children. Let's hear.
5: If I was a woman, I wouldn't want to have a child either. Why would I want to have a child? I don't need to have a child. I don't need to have a man. I don't need to pr- play, pr- pretend that I'm in love. I don't need to pretend that I want to be a mother. I don't need to stay at home and play giggle, giggle giggle with a little child who's just another slave in the system. I don't I don't have to do any of this shit. Why should I do that? Why should I waste... My resources doing this when I can, there's other games that are much more fun that are available for me to play. Why? And don't tell me I will find fulfillment because my mother didn't find fulfillment, my grandmother didn't find fulfillment, and that's why I'm the byproduct of their lack of fulfillment. So I am, as I'm talking as a woman, right? I'm the byproduct of my mom, my grandmother, and all these lineages of women that came before me, and I'm the byproduct of their discontent. And then you tell me I should do the same thing as they did. Well, quite clearly, it didn't work out. So why should do this. What's the point? How's that going to fulfill me? And the only reason I did that before, or a couple of generations ago, is because the zoo required me, through its ordained religious priests and its, its, and its science of the time, which is, was religion, that imposes us to do that, and gave us, this is what you are as a woman. You're supposed to give birth. And you as a man are supposed to go work in the field like a donkey. This was ordered by the zookeepers in order for us to create more slaves, so that we can build the zoo and make the zoo structure increase and grow and grow and grow. So I didn't really want to have a child. I was obliged to have a child. It was what I did because there's nothing else to do. And that was what it was told to me to do. Even though it may match my biology, I didn't necessarily want to have a child. What for? What's in it for me?
0: Okay. I think he is, you know, speaking to a a certain group of women who do... 100 percent have this very same mentality and he seems to have struck a chord with that particular group of women they're all in the comments section saying that like this guy's speaking my language this guy understands it men like this above other men so clearly he has struck a chord uh with a lot of modern women this doesn't happen to be my mentality towards uh having children although i I can see from his perspective how many women of the past might have been, you know, uh, by virtue of the society that they were born into, thrust into motherhood and put in that position where they felt as though they had no other choice and that they were, in fact, obligated to have children. Uh, Do I think uh, women who who feel this way in today's time are going to necessarily be fulfilled by this choice to, to not have children? Maybe. Some of them might. And I do 100% believe if you are a woman who does not feel a, a sense of drive towards motherhood, you do not feel attached to the idea of motherhood, you do not personally want children, by all means, see yourself out of motherhood. Do not have a child uh, and go about your business and, and choose something different for your life because we don't want unloved children you know, running around in, in this world. For me, there is so much more to motherhood than what was described from this perspective, but it's a, a perspective different from my own. It's not a game to be played, and and life is not about games to be played for the sake of having fun, as he insinuates in his little uh, monologue that he does. And It's not playing goo-goo with the baby while the husband goes and, you know, slaves away and stuff like that. It is the future uh, sitting before you. It's somebody whose life you are now dedicated to. It's uh, a moment where when your child is here, you are something outside of yourself. You're in service to something outside of yourself. And if you don't want that for your life and you want to think me, 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 what makes me happy? What games can I play to have more fun? As he says, then by all means, do not have a kid. But I don't know how that mentality how that mentality flies uh, as you age and as you gain more wisdom in the world we live in.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's probably a great word is just wisdom. Um, Mm -hmm. That's maybe lacking here, but I agree with your point that if you are going to resent a child, if you have one, Mm -hmm. then definitely don't bring one into the world because the last thing the world needs is more children who are unloved and unwanted. And as he was talking, I was thinking like, man, this just sounds like I was thinking who hurt you. And then I heard him go on to describe the way that his mother seemed to resent him for existing because, and saw that her uh, motherhood as being something that was depriving her of what she really wanted or holding her back. And of course you're going to internalize that and Mm -hmm. uh, have this attitude toward having kids of your own. If that was your experience. And he, he brought in some religious elements into that as well. Um, but I I just think it's it, it's really sad, and I think you're you're depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys um, that is just it, it seems like it would be self-evident, but it, it, it's not these days with how much the discourse around children has changed. But I kind of think about it like this. Like meaning uh, and fulfillment come are, are, are attached to responsibility. And you can feel wanted and needed because your boss at your nine to five job wants you and needs you. um, And that can bring you a sense of meaning and fulfillment. Or you can feel wanted and needed because you created a human being and that they are dependent on you for their existence. And that that whatever you teach them, whatever you put into them, whatever you model for them is going to be perpetuated in the earth. That Mm -hmm. is a great responsibility. But within that comes so much, what I would think is is so meaningful and so fulfilling to know that you have something enduring, something that it, it, it's, it's just a tremendous amount of stewardship, something that depends on you uh, completely. And yeah, that's a daunting idea. And yeah, it's going to require sacrifice and it's going to rob you of some, certain things, of your independence and your uh, ability to just do whatever you want, whenever you want, And hey, it may rob you of being needed and wanted by your uh, nine to five career as much uh, by comparison, but man. Uh, to me, it's like holding a candle to the sun in terms of how much value and meaning you can get out of something like that between family and career, or family and your personal independence. And you know, like Amal always says, like, and we said in, the, in these videos, teach their own, try least their own. I don't, mm-hmm. and I'm not here to cast judgments necessarily upon people's lifestyle choices, but um, I do. Just kind of a part of me just feels sad that um, that that he seems to. This seems to maybe be maybe be coming out of hurt that he's internalized and experienced and that he may um be deprived of what would otherwise be just a tremendous amount of joy and fulfillment, uh just for 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 that dysfunction and that pain.
0: Yeah. There's uh this What's more wild than what he said uh, in the video, uh, since he's just taking the perspective of the women he sees, is the comment section. Like, the comment section I'm going through it right now, and it's actually just, like, blowing my mind. The women who are saying, you know, he's completely speaking facts and putting in quotes. What, uh, wh- What is it that I get from from this? I'm trying to find the direct quote here so that you guys can read it. What's in it for me? He is speaking my language. It's just such an interesting You know, it's okay. I guess. It's your life. Be self-centered in it. Uh, But what an interesting perspective to have here. Again, what's in it for me, somebody wrote. I saw a comment down here that I'm trying to find where a woman says, you know, I I love my children. But if somebody had told me uh, what I what this was going to entail, I'd have gotten a goldfish, she says, in reference to having made the decision to have kids. Very, oh, here it is. I wanted kids, but if I'd known then what I know now, I'd have gotten a goldfish. Um, Oh, lordy, lordy, (laughs) lordy. We're going to have an interesting time. And again, this is like growing pains. This is an era that we're going through right now as a society. And uh, we'll see where this lands us and how people uh i guess move with these new values and the new decisions that they're making and we we're seeing this reflected in society this mentality and we'll see where it goes me personally i'm having my kids um uh, but yeah. again you don't want them please don't uh we don't need we don't need other uh as he puts byproducts of your discontent by all means see all right. yourself out
1: you're gonna say Taylor and and to your point I think I mean I hope that it's something that can be like grown out of like I remember one time my dad had a had a heart to heart with me and uh, I never forgot it but he was basically describing how early on in having kids he felt a inner sort of uh battle going on where he was trying to like hang on to his independence and trying to hang on to his sort of I don't know fulfillment in, uh, other things in career and like prioritizing those. Mm. And then he'd come home. He had four kids to like play with. And we had Bible time before we went to bed and like just have the constant demand on like t-ball and practice and all these things. It, it, it weighs on you. But he said, I just reached a point where I was like, I have to decide like where I'm going to find my fulfillment, basically. And he's like, I'm a father, I'm embracing that. And when he just let go of his like, need, because it's like, I'm weighing these two things, like my individual, like desire to go play golf and drink beer or whatever. And, uh, literal four children who like depend on me and need me. And, uh, I created, and when he put it like that, it was like, obviously like, I know where I need to put my heart. And so he said, he's like, I just stopped fighting it. And uh, decided to show up for my kids and be the best dad I could be. And that in and of itself became so much more fulfilling than anything else I could have pursued um, as like my own independent self. And again, you know, there's exceptions to everything. And, you know, some people just aren't made for it or whatever. And I yeah. fully accept that. But uh, I, I there, it, it's concerning that just parenthood in general is is something that is seems to be really devalued by uh modern culture and you see it in the birth rates that decline in like all the developed nations and uh it's it's a sad thing because again i think um there's there's great meaning to be to be found in it
0: yeah i just can't like There is something to be said for, I guess, going through an adjustment period with kids. And I hope that's what this is for like a lot of these commenters and stuff. And maybe that's similar. Maybe it's similar to what your dad went through. And it's just like. You're thrust into a new life that you can't possibly be prepared for because, you know, there's Mm -hmm. no as many rule books as you read. There's never going to be one that fully lets you know what your experience is going to be like. Uh, And hopefully it's just an adjustment period. Uh, This one woman says here, I love my kids, but seriously, it's just three more people depending on me working and supporting them while they enjoy their childhood. Like she feels a sense of resentment towards her kids being able to enjoy their childhood. That's so crazy to me. So crazy to me um, Anyways, yeah, I mean Don't do it if you don't want it and clearly this guy struck a chord. It's got 500,000 likes on this 20,000 comments and mostly of women saying I feel this exact same way and Maybe it's a lack of wisdom. Maybe they just know themselves and that's not what they want But guys that is the final video in this uh, iteration of dating hot takes male edition let me know your thoughts on all the videos that we watched today as always if you disagree with us do so in the comments uh we encourage healthy debate so duke it out but do so respectfully and if you like this video like subscribe click the notification bell to be notified every single time i post a video for you guys which is every single day and i will see you next time bye guys